BHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people... Who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously, is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town, welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we're pleased to feature the music of the Parlor City Picklers. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. And now, KB Cabaret presents Advice with Granny Ada, Parlor City's cherished advice columnist. Dear Granny Ada, years ago, back in the day, I was stationed out of town in Little Rock, Arkansas. I was married, but being a soldier and stuff was hard times. I needed some relief, so I got real friendly with one of the ladies over there for a couple of years. She made life in her town more tolerable. Well, I served my country, years have gone by, and I lost track of this lovely young thing. Since then, I got married, had five kids, and live a simple life. About a couple months ago, I had a young woman standing on my doorstep claiming I'm her daddy. Well, I don't know what to say. So I told her to go where the sun don't shine, and I shut the door on her. Well, now, Granny Ada, what do you think? Month later, Mabel Jean shows up on my doorstep, the woman I had the romance with back in the day in Little Rock. She calls me all sorts of names, telling me how she thought I was a good man and how she was wrong being that I treated our daughter the way I did. My wife comes out from the kitchen wondering what the commotion was all about. I told her nothing, just that this was a crazy lady she just escaped from the loony bin. My wife called the police and had her arrested. Now Mabel Jean keeps harassing me. What should I do, Granny Otta? She's nuts. Signed, Can't a Guy Fool Around. Dear fool, how delightful. A married man shacking up with some honey for a few years, knocking her up and then slamming the door in both their faces. You, dear, sound like a real gem. You may have served your country, and if you did, thank you very much. But you also took a generous helping of adultery by self-serving yourself. One has to man up and take responsibility, don't you think? Whether you wanted to spread your seeds or not, it certainly seems like you succeeded in planting your crop. My suggestion is after you had your little DNA test to find out that this girl is actually your daughter, I say you need to apologize to your wife, to Mabel Jean, and your newly discovered child. Time to pay up, Daddy dear. You owe everyone big time because you chose not to use the brain God gave you to think with. Good luck with the mess you created, honey. And have a nice day. Granny Ada. 
right here, Beulah, doing the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Parlor City chef extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps. Oh, my. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> well, what do you have up your sleeve today, Beulah? Oh, nothing, Bree. That's just it. Nothing at all. What do you mean? Everybody's left me. Who left you? Bobby, for one. Oh, I'm sorry you broke up. Well, he said there was someone else. Oh, my. I asked him who it was, and he refused to tell me. I'm so sorry, Beulah. I am, too. I seem to have lost my son as well. Why? <laughs> well, he's upset that his father's dating his on-again, off-again fiancé, Charlene. Wait, your soon-to-be ex-Leon is dating your son Polly's on-again, off-again fiancé? And Polly's upset with you? Well, he's upset with his father, too, but he blames me for letting them be together in my house. That seems unfair, Beulah. I know. At least Polly has my Bobby to comfort him. Bobby's still renting Polly's extra room? Yes, and Bobby tells more to Polly than he ever did to me. With me, Bobby was so quiet. With my son, Bobby's like a chatterbox. Huh. They're almost like brothers. Bobby's about Leon's age, though, isn't he? Well, yes, he and I were in the same class, but still they are constantly together. Shopping, movies, you name it. Huh. Anyways, I brought over some delicious bread straight out of the oven to cheer us both up. Oh, I love bread. Here you are, and some clam dip to go with it. Oh, Beulah, these look and smell divine. Um, Beulah? Yes, dear? I'm just surprised, that's all. Why? No alcohol. Oh, well, I brought some Scottish IPA beer from Brewdog called Sink the Bismarck. <laughs> Here, dear, I know you don't want a drink, but it's it's only beer. One for you, mm, two or three for me. <laughs> Beulah. Oh, goes well with the bread and the dip. So no alcohol in the bread or the dip, right? You said that, dear. I didn't. Really? You're kidding me. In the bread, too? Well, when you think about it, putting beer into bread makes sense. Yeast is from fermented beer. Here you are. One for you. One for me. Cheers! Mm, tastes good, but oh, strong. <clears throat> That's because... Uh, <laughs> This is a special IPA brew from Brewdog. Mmm, that's good. Special brew? Makes you forget all your troubles, you know. You drinking that? Uh, no, no, I, I'm, I'm not. Mm, good. This here brew is 41% proof. Are you kidding me? Nope. Let's tear some beer bread and dip it into the clams. <laughs> You knows, I think Leon and Bobby are trying to make me jealous. You think? Yes. I think that's a little stretching it. Whatever. Ah, good. Um, this bread and dip are amazing. Mama, Mama, are you in there? What do you want? I just want forgiveness, Mama. Forgiveness? Yes, Mama. Why, it's your father or your hussy of a fiancé who should apologize. Oh, then you didn't see? See what? Oh, never mind. What are you eating and drinking? The beer's mine. The breads and dips are yours. It's delicious, Polly. Have some. I can't stay. Bobby's waiting for me in the car. Hon, are you still in there? Yes. Yes. He's talking to me. He's talking to me. He's talking to me. Bobby, who was you talking to? Uh, why you, Beauby, honey? Oh, Bobby, why are you dating someone else? Um, Mama, leave my Bobby alone. Besides, how do you get drunk on three bottles of beer? Polly, it's 41% proof. Really? Polly, Bobby, why don't you take Beulah home? You call an old. What do you think I saw? My Bobby, he's my Bobby. 
Oh, my. Well, I guess I'm lucky because she left this amazing beer bread and beer clam dip for me to finish off. To be fair, I shall be posting these recipes on our new app. You can download these recipes on our website by clicking on to the iTunes app, Google Play App Store, or Amazon apps. That's kbcabaret.com, K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T.com. Um, is this on? Oh, okay. <clears throat> Hi, this is Midge the Poodle, and this is my segment called The World as I See It. Um, did you know? When you look up the word poodle, it means puddle. Yeah, I know, right? Poodles are known to be classy, and yet our name derives from a pool of dirty water. Poodles apparently do not originate from France. Um, If poodles were French, we'd be called Barbets, because that's our French name. Um, Why Barbets? I don't know. Um, some say we could have been bred by the same breeder that um, bred the Arabian horses off the Barbary coast. No, I guess the evidence seems to be more in favor of the German side, hence uh, the German word, poodle. I guess our earliest recorded ancestry was from the 15th century. <clears throat> My ancestors were water fowl hunters. I said fowl as in F O W L, not F O U L. The latter spelling would be silly and embarrassing. I mean, puddle is bad enough. We don't need to get into fowl language. <laughs> anyway, we were meant to hunt birds. My mom says I still have my hunting instinct. You know, when I'm on the scent, my tail goes out straight, right paw up, nose forward. I once tasted a crunchy. Um, Really, that's a squirrel, not a F-O-W-L. But but I prefer my Purina chicken E-N from a can. Much more savory. Um, I like the part of history where we are considered to be highly intelligent and have sophisticated air that crosses paths with the nobility throughout centuries. Yeah, I knew that because I really don't like water. I don't even like to get my paws wet when I have a fresh manicure, but that's me. So that's a short rundown of the poodle. Not not that I'm short because I have long legs, you know. I run fast, but I still don't like to run after birds. What if they start flying? That's not hot. It's foul. (laughs) Um, Anyway, that's the world as I see it. Until next time, I'm Midge, the Poodle. I would like to welcome a very talented group of people to our show today, Dave Rice and Landon, and you have a very interesting nickname, Landon, so I'll let you tell us what it is in a second. I know there's one other person missing from your group is Sarah, Dave, your wife. The band is called Picklers. I love this band. It's started about a year ago, and I'd like to find out, how did you guys get together? So young and so old and and soulful at the same time. (laughs) So the Picklers came about because we were all in previous bands that didn't work out for one reason or another around the same time. Um, That's how I met Landon. Yeah, I'm Landon. I play the banjo. People call me Crash Landon sometimes. 
he also plays fiddle for us. Him and I were in a bluegrass band. And uh, my wife, Sarah, who plays bass for the Picklers now, uh, her and I were in a surf rock band. And we got together with Landon and started doing the ragtime stuff and jug band. And that was a lot of fun. So it's kind of how it worked out. Oh, and uh, my name is Dave Rice. I play guitar and kazoo, and I sing for the Picklers. So this song, Butter Biscuit Boogie, is uh, an original that I wrote. Uh, one day I kind of just picked up the kazoo and started playing it, and that's what came out. But uh, we wrote it for uh, to have an original for the Binghamton Music Compilation, Volume 1. And now, our first selection from the Picklers, Butter Biscuit, an original song written by Dave Rice. Jeff? Yeah? How are you? Um, I'm good. Great, great. It's so exciting to see you. You look good. How was Florida? I'm sorry. Do I know you? I'm Sue. Oh, Sue. So? So? Florida. Oh, Florida. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. You went swimming with the dolphins, huh? Um. How did you know that? The pictures. I showed you pictures? Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, it was nice chatting with you, um... Sue? Yeah, Sue. I can't believe I just ran into you. So good to see you. Yeah, um, you too. Oh, I had no clue who that was. Hold the elevator. Sure. Floor? 18. Sure. No. I can't believe it. No way. Jeff? Yeah? Oh, it's so nice to see you. <laughs> Such a small world running into you here on a Madison Street elevator. Yeah. Small world. So? Are you loving it? Huh? Your Escalade. Your Cadillac you just bought. Are you loving it? Oh, yeah, it's... How did you know I just got an Escalade? Jeff, all your friends know. You were super excited to get it. You said so. I got a 2014 Escalade, just like new. Ooh, look at all the bells and whistles. Built-in navigational guide, leather heated and cooled seats, rear camera. Come on! I've been stoking your position too, Jeff. Yeah. 
Oops, that's my floor. Gotta go. <laughs> Have a great day, Jeff. And so nice seeing you. Yeah, um, nice seeing you too. Who was that? Oh, my floor. I'm Jeff Douglas. I'm here for my interview with Mr. Bradshaw. Oh, yes. He's waiting for you. Behind me, down the hall, past the double doors, two doors on the left. You can't miss it. Oh, uh, thanks. Past double doors, left. Here it is. Mr. Bradshaw, so nice to... Ow! What did you hit me for? After what you did to my sister, it's lucky that's all I did, you son of a... Your sister? Who's your sister? Annette. The one you met in Florida. The one you took around in your new Cadillac Escalade. The one you had showed off with two other women in bikinis, prancing around on your new 40-foot boat. I never met you. How was I supposed to know the guy I was interviewing with in New York was... was... what's her name? Annette, you lousy... Yeah, Annette. How was I supposed to know you were her brother? Besides, I told her my name was Steve. Yeah, well that's another thing you forgot to mention to my sister, Annette. Your status says you're already in a relationship with somebody else. What? Wait, how did you... Facebook. Yes, Facebook. Facebook social media. Be careful of who you friend. Friday night at the party. Tim! Thanks for coming to my farewell party. I'm sure gonna miss working with you. Oh, I wouldn't have missed this party for anything, Cheryl. We worked on some wonderful projects together. Yeah, we were a great team. I'm not all that happy about moving to Germany. But this is such a good opportunity for my husband. Right, I understand. Where is Clarence? Is he here? He's sitting over there at the bar by himself. He's really not much of a partier. Well, Cheryl, now that I have you to myself for a minute, there's something I've been wanting to tell you for a long time. What? Well, I never really intended to burden you with this, but since I probably won't ever see you again... What? Don't leave me in suspense. Okay, here it is. I'm completely head over heels in love with you. There, I finally said it out loud. I've never felt this way about anyone. You're the only thing I ever think about. You're my one and only. But, Tim, this is such a surprise. I, I, I don't know what to say. A surprise? You couldn't tell by those longing gazes I'd stare at you with all day long? I thought you were just spacing out. And how I always volunteered to stay late to work on those projects with you? Oh, hmm. I figured you were a single guy and you didn't have anything else to do. And how about those flowers that showed up on your desk for your birthday? You didn't suspect? Those were from you? I thought Clarence sent them. <laughs> he sure took credit for them that night. Ah, oh, I feel so relieved and unburdened now. No more secret desires. Oh, why didn't you say anything before now? Well, you're married, and we had a good working relationship. I didn't want to screw that up. But now that you're leaving, I thought, what the hell? It's now or never. I can't believe Clarence took credit for those flowers. He'll be hearing from me later on tonight. So, anyway, Cheryl, thanks for being the object of my unrequited passion all these years. I kind of liked it in a perverted sort of way. Oh, Tim, you made my night. I'm so glad you told me. I'm going to remember this forever. Let me give you a goodbye hug. Goodbye forever, Cheryl. Maybe we'll meet again in an alternate universe and things will turn out differently. What a great guy. Monday morning at work. Well, now maybe I can get on with a more normal life since I won't be seeing... Cheryl! What are you doing here? You're supposed to be in Germany. Oh, hi, Tim. Yeah, Clarence transfer got delayed, so we won't be moving for another six months. You haven't got rid of me yet. 
But you can't be here. I thought I'd never see you again. We can't work together anymore after my true confession. What are you talking about? I told you how much I love you. It was supposed to be goodbye forever. I can't look you in the eye anymore. Oh, this is a major disaster. I'm embarrassed. I'm mortified. I'm humiliated. Ah, oh, don't be silly, Tim. You just had a few too many beers. I did. Yeah, you didn't really mean any of those things you said. That was the beer talking. It was. The beer was talking pretty romantic, wasn't it? Oh yeah, romantic beer is my favorite brand. So, I guess we have to get back to work now, huh? Well, <laughs> that is what they're paying us for. I'll need someone to work some extra late hours with me on this project. Think you can handle six more months, Romeo? Okay, but at the next farewell party, you drink the romantic beer. I'll be drinking the keep your big romantic mouth shut beer. Now I love the sound of your band. It's so old-fashioned. It's more than just retro. I mean, we're going back to the twenties. Tell me, how did you come about with the sound for Picklers? Uh, I've always liked old ragtime songs. I just found some old antiques, uh, some '78 records at an antique store, and uh, it started there pretty much. I think for me, it was uh, more that when I was a teenager, I was really into '50s rock, and then kind of researched the roots of that and got into 40s stuff and then that kind of led into the 30s and 20s jazz and ragtime and stuff that I'm into now. So this one is the second original we ever wrote. It's called Just Cause. We didn't have a name for it for the longest time and one day we just asked the audience what should the song be called and our buddy Jim yelled Just Cause and you know this seemed to fit the song so that's what we went with. Once again the Picklers with an original song called Just Cause written by Dave Rice. Sunday morning at home. Oh man, I feel terrible. I never had a hangover this bad before. Harry, you get no sympathy from me. You have no one to blame but yourself. You don't know when you've had enough, and it's not just a hangover you have. What are you talking about? Look at yourself in the mirror. Oh, I can hardly stand up. Ah! Oh, what happened? How did I get that black eye? You don't remember? I don't remember anything after the second Manhattan on the rocks. You got sick. Oh, I do sort of remember that. 
But what about the black eye? You banged your face against the toilet seat. Oh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> That's the first intelligent thing you've said all day. How am I going to explain this black eye to the guys at work? I can't tell them I banged my face on the toilet seat. Just tell them you're an idiot. They'll believe that. Monday morning at work. Hey, good morning, Harry. How was your... Whoa, man, you look terrible. How'd you get that black eye? Shh, don't yell so loud, Vinny. You see, um, here's the thing. I, uh, I got in a fight at a bar. What? A fight? What bar? Um, well, you know, it was, um, you know that bar out on Route 46, the Rattlesnake Saloon? Yeah, it's a dive. I wouldn't get within 10 miles of that place. And you got in a fight there? Yeah, I was there Saturday night, and, well, you know, this dude was giving me a hard time, so we got in a fight. A fight? At the Rattlesnake? Are you crazy? No. Well, well, yeah, I am sort of crazy. He thought he was really tough, and I had to show him I was tough. Damn, you're a monster. Well, what happened to the other guy? Um, well, I don't quite remember, but... I think I broke his nose. Well, let's go over there tonight and get that guy. No, 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 no. I, I just want to forget the whole thing. It's not that important. Hey, nobody gives my bestie a black eye. I'll pick you up at eight. Oh, no! Monday night at the Rattlesnake Saloon. Okay, Harry. You just keep quiet and look pathetic. I'm going to pretend that I'm your attorney. Maybe we can get a quick payoff. Come on, Vinny. I don't want to do this. Let's get out of here. Shut up and let me handle this. Uh, excuse me. I want to speak to whoever's in charge of this place. That's me. Well, my client was assaulted in your establishment Saturday night. Do you know anything about that? What? There weren't any fights here Saturday night. Uh, Harry? Um, oh, well, right. You see, um, the, the actual fight, the actual fight itself took place out in the parking lot. Yeah, that's probably why you didn't, nobody saw it. Hmm. Oh, well, you know what? Actually, I did hear something about that. Tony hit some guy in the face out there. Was that you? Yes, it was. That was me. Look at my eye. Tony did that. Aha. Now we're getting somewhere. Where can we find this Tony? She usually comes in around nine. She? She? Oh, there goes our payoff, Harry. What's the story, huh? What really happened? Well, the honest truth, it was a toilet seat. You mean Tony hit you with a toilet seat? Yes, she did. Here comes Tony now. Uh-oh. Hey, honey, come on over here. We want to talk to you. Nobody calls me honey. Ow! Ow, man. Hey, Vinny, now we have a match set of black eyes. Okay, guys, how about if I give you 50 bucks and we'll call it even? We'll, we'll take, take it. it. Yes, this is Dr. Bradley Street, and I am in the basement of my home preparing for the ultimate test on my newly invented time machine. After many years of trial and error, step one is now complete and the time has come. History will be made. I'm going to attempt to send myself into the future by setting the control panel to one year from now. I will observe the world around me and then return to publish my findings and share them with the world. This is an exciting day for all mankind. The date is set. Uh, time is recorded. And... And a new catcher here what the... the... Eddie? Yeah. Bradley? What in the world are you doing in my wall? I don't know. Where am I? In my new rec room. How did you get in my wall? Not sure. Then let's start by you telling me where you've been for the past year. I've been gone for a year? To the day. That's great. Hey, it worked. 
What worked? My time machine. Don't you see? This proves it works. I don't see no time machine. All I see is your face and hands sticking out of my new rec room wall. Oh, well, that's weird. You're telling me. No, it's weird that I ended up in the wall in your house. Well, it used to be your house, but I bought it from the bank on a short sale after you disappeared last year. Huh. Well, I do like what you did with the basement. Thanks. I did most of the framing myself, but I hired a couple of guys to come in and do the drywall. That's tricky stuff, you know. I hear you. It's funny, though. What's that? <laughs> that I can build a time machine, but drywall? I'd leave that to the professionals, too. Hey, good call. Wow, it's really good to see you. It's been a while. How have you been? Actually, fine. It's only been a matter of a few seconds for me. But for you, it's been a whole year. Oh, right. So, you really like the new rec room? Well, if it were me, I would have put the flat screen in the far corner to cut down and glare, or just got an LCD to begin with. A uh, nice touch putting in a walkout, though. Yeah, it just made sense. Other than that... Oh, hey, where are my manners? Can I get you something to drink? Sure, a uh, glass of water be fine. Coming right up. Here you go. Um, Eddie? What? My hands are stuck in a wall, and I can't move them. Would you mind lifting the glass up so I can... Oh, yeah, sure. Sorry, wasn't thinking. That's okay. It's kind of new territory for both of us. Wait, shh. Hear that? Sounds like scratching at the door. Go look, but whoever it is, don't let them know I'm here. Whomever. Whomever what? You said whoever. It's whomever. Whatever. Just go look. Hey, it's your dog, Petey. Hurry up, let him in. I need to make sure he's okay. Don't worry, he's fine. Showed up here in the basement a couple of weeks ago, just as I was about to start the remodel. I'm thinking, that was weird, but now it all makes sense. Oh, thank God. I sent him ahead in a time machine so he'd be here when I got here in the future. You know, just in case something went wrong, I didn't want him to be alone if I never came back. God, I must have goofed on the time. Oh, well. Hey, Petey, come here, boy. Hey, Eddie, pick him up so he can lick my face. One dachshund coming up. <laughs> Get it? Coming up? You're a funny guy, Eddie. Hi, Petey. How's my good boy? Did you miss Daddy? Did you miss me? Oh, crap. What? What happened? Did he pee on you? My wife. Oh, my God. I have to get in touch with her let her know I'm okay. Oh, man, she must be worried sick. Oh, yeah, your wife. Eddie? We didn't think you were coming back. What do you mean, we? We thought you were dead. <sighs> She's upstairs, isn't she? Yeah. Man, what am I going to do? Well, if you don't have any plans later, you're welcome to join us for dinner. Once again... Another rendition by the Picklers of Yes, She Does, No, She Don't, written by the California Rambles.
love our parents. We know we can't kill them. So that's why we write comedy. KB Cabaret presents The Dysfunctionals. hospital. What? With Ma. What, what happened? Well, we were just having lunch, and when we left the restaurant, she stepped off the curb, and she did something to her leg. She almost fell. So this nice lady and I put her in the car, and I drove Ma to the emergency room. Wow. Do they know what's going on yet? No, they, they just started testing. Should I call Stanley? No. I already called my dad. He's on the way. Do you need anything? No, I'm good. Okay, keep me posted. Will do. Bye. Bye. Oh, Ruth, where are you? Out in the hallway, Mom, making phone calls. Dad's on his way. Good. I'm in so much pain. I know, Ma. Are Elizabeth and Howard coming? No, but they send their love. Oh, I always suspected they didn't love me. Of course they love you. No, they don't. If they would love me, they would drop everything and come to the hospital. Ma, Elizabeth has her softball tournament, and Howard's there watching the game. That's what you say, but I know the truth. Okay, ma'am, I'm just going to take a little blood before they take you to the MRI. Blood? It's my left leg that hurts. Why do you need blood? Uh, Just a procedure, ma'am. I hate needles. I know. Not many people do like needles. But I've done this a million times, and I promise this won't hurt. Ah! You're killing me! Ma! He hasn't even touched you yet. Well, it still hurts. You were such a baby. There you are, Mrs. Edelman. All done. I will be coming back around soon to take you to the MRI, Mrs. Edelman. See, Ma? That wasn't so bad. What the hell's going on here? Oh, Stanley, thank goodness you're here. They're torturing me. What did you do to your mother this time? Me? Are you serious? I didn't do anything to mother. Stanley, I almost died coming out of the restaurant. I couldn't walk. Now these people in the hospital are going to kill me. The people here in the hospital are trying to find out what happened to your leg, Ma. They're trying to help you. Why don't you just shut your big mouth for once? Can't you see your mother's in pain? Only you would think of bringing her to the hospital. I can't believe you two. Okay, I'm back, Mrs. Edelman, to take you to the MRI lab. The what? Magnetic resonance imaging. Basically, we are taking radio wave pictures of Mrs. Edelman's injured left leg. No, Stanley. Don't let them take me. I don't want to die. Ma, they just want to see what's going on with your leg. Believe me, ma'am, you'll be fine. We haven't lost a patient yet. (laughs) You go with your mother, Alice. Of course. Alice, you tell this man, if they're going to press and prod my leg, I'm going to leave. I'll scream to make them stop. Do you hear me, Alice? I and the rest of the hospital heard you, Ma. You have a big mouth, Alice. Respect your mother. Okay. Okay. You'll be fine, Ma. Okay, Mrs. Edelman. Here we go. Off to take pictures of your leg with your boo-boo. Yeah, boo-boo for you, maybe. Just be careful of my boo-boo, or I'll sue this goddamn hospital! She has some fluid on the back of her knee. It's called a baker cyst. Apparently, arthritis can cause it. She needs to take it easy and should be better in a few weeks. In the meantime, they gave her a walk. Yeah, father's in there with her now. I'm out in the hall. They blame me for the baker's cyst. I know, I know, what else is new? After this, I'm getting a drink. Alice, where the heck are you? I have to go, Howard, see you soon. Right here, Dad. Ma, almost ready to go? What do you want me to do, stay here? 
Do you know all the germs I can catch in this place? You are such an idiot. You know that, Alice? Fine. Fine. I'm the idiot. <sighs> Let's get you home, dear. Do you think, on the way, we could get out a movie or something? Maybe a mystery. Or, and could we maybe get some ice cream? I'm in so much pain, you know. All I need is a little love. Yes, baby Ruth. What? <laughs> Nothing, Ma. It will be my pleasure. You be good to your mother, Alice. Remember, we brought you into this earth, and we can take, take you out. out. Hey, Ma, do you think they serve alcohol at that ice cream stand? <laughs> So our saga ends again for now, but join us next time for The Dysfunctionals. I would like to thank Dave Rice and Landon, or Crash Landon, from The Picklers for being here on our show today. We're going to end with one of my favorite songs, Lulu's Back in Town, written by Chick Bullock, and this is an old one, uh, your rendition. Before we end, Dave, tell us where we can find your songs, your albums, where you play. I know you have a website. I know you're on Facebook. Let the audience know. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for having us here in the KB Cabaret. You can check out The Picklers on our YouTube channel, or you can check us out at facebook.com slash parlorcitypicklers. We post everything about our upcoming gigs there. Come out to a gig is the only way to get one of our CDs. We've got two albums. Our newest is called Taste Like Chicken, and we've got a self-titled, The Picklers. Uh, both CDs are only $5. You can only get them at a gig, so come and check us out. Thanks so much to Bree Harvey for having us today, and everyone out there, enjoy your Saturday. And now, The Picklers' version of Lulu's Back in Town. <laughs>
folks, that's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up with our climbing number of over 20,000 plus listeners and growing. That we are generating live on this show, our podcast, and on iTunes. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. to have you and share our parlor city come back again now to kb cabaret